All right, welcome to WP Radio. I uh, just wanted to let everybody know this is a recorded segment from WP Radio Live at the OIAA Claims Conference in January 2019. I hope you enjoy all the different little uh, elevator pitches from all the companies. So sit back, relax, and enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you soon. It's uh, Terry Doherty. We're live at WP Radio here, and we're at the Metro Convention Center for the uh, 2019 Claims Conference. And I have Skip McCarty from Crew Group. Correct, yeah. Crew, crew is CRU. Yeah. Uh, the acronym is Catastrophe Response Unit. Excellent. So um, that being right in your name, I'm assuming you guys handle CAT claims. Yeah, that's the foundation of the company. Uh, the company was started a little more than 10 years ago um, by a father-son team, Gary and Kyle Winston. And uh, uh, where we got our footing was in response to the 2010 hailstorm in Calgary. And there was a particular carrier that was needing a lot of adjusters. And uh, the, the independent or the CAT adjusting model in the States is quite different than it is in Canada. In Canada, when there's a catastrophe, the IA firms shift their permanent adjusters into those markets, but they still have a pending. They're still carrying on their daily work. They go in and help out and then go back home. In the States, you have true independent contractors that respond to a catastrophe. They're solely dedicated to wherever you bring them and whatever that, that, uh, that deployment is all about. So we did that in 2010, and it was wildly successful for that carrier. That's where we got our footing. Um, it, it is when we started the company, myself and there, there are a couple others that came from the States. And, and, and knew the model and were very familiar with the model. That's what got us off the ground, and it's been uh, great, uh, uh, great growth, really, really successful the last 10 years. And, and uh, through that, we've expanded. Uh, you know, about five years ago, our company bought Maltman's International. I don't know if you're familiar with that company, but uh, Fred Maltman was actually one of the founders of OIAA. He was the first president yeah. Uh, uh, of the organization. Uh, and that, that, uh, that particular division of our company, that's a, they do the Lloyd Syndicate high-end work, uh, complex claims, municipalities, those kind of things. So the founders of the company, were they from the West Coast? No, they're actually from Toronto. They are, uh, right? Yeah, and they, they, they've been in the business many, many years. Gary Winston uh, is... is um, Kind of an icon in the business. Spent many, many years with uh, with Crawford. Uh, has worked with uh, Claims Pro and 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 Patty Kernahan and and you know the the uh, the real well established companies. Gary's had uh, twenty and thirty year relationships with those people. So yeah, it's just interesting that they went. Their first claim was a cat claim out west, right? So, but it's you can't tell where your claims are going to come from. But I was just wondering if they'd they'd reestablished themselves in the West Coast at that time. Well, when I say there was we, our our first real cat deployment in Canada yeah. was was in Calgary. Um, we do multiple cats every year, and we're a North American company. We do as much or more business in in the United States than as we do in Canada. So we're we're on both sides of the border, and and it gives us a tremendous advantage because we're able to shift resources where needed for particular events. So where are you guys located here in, in, we'll talk about Canada and then we can talk about the U.S., but where are you located in Canada? Do you have multiple offices? Yes, we do. Uh, home, well, 
two offices. Home office is 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 right here in Toronto. Okay. And we have our we have an office in Calgary. Okay. In so Calgary right in. because that's kind of the where where most events happen. Yeah. Um, and and so those are the only two. Our our model is a bit different. Um, we're we're just now starting our daily claims business, but we don't invest in the brick and mortar. Um, we're not looking to have an office in every city. Our model is about responding, is about shifting and, and bringing you what you need when you need it. And it's strictly adjusting, right? Correct. So you're not Correct. bringing in contractors, you're not doing any of that, you're just bringing in yeah, professional the, adjusters. We're the alternative to contractors. Um, again, the U.S. model being quite different than the Canadian model. A U.S. catastrophe adjuster has to be able to climb a roof, identify damage, and write an estimate in either Xactimate or Simbility, where Canadian adjusters are actually much better educated in a much broader sense, but because of that, they, there, there aren't a lot of Canadian adjusters that have the skill set to write Xactimate or Simbility. What's well, funny because when I first started in the property side of things, many, many years ago, they sent me to the U.S. to Vail. Yeah. to go to Vail, Vail Technical because I needed to know how to write an estimate and get on a roof. So I spent almost eight weeks down there learning how to write estimates, uh, how to you know how to report a roof, spec a roof, you know how many how many shingles I needed per square, and I mean things have changed, but I remember those days where I had to go in and actually write an estimate for damages. Well, they haven't changed that much. We still do that. No, no, but that's what I'm saying, <laughs> but the, not here in Canada. Yeah. Because when I say to an adjuster, you know, it's, let's go over the Xactimate report, some of them seem dumbfounded. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, and, and, and again, they, um, it's, it's much more difficult to be a licensed adjuster in Canada because you do have to have a, a, a good knowledge of a lot of the insurance disciplines. To be a licensed adjuster in the United States, you can become a licensed property adjuster or a licensed auto adjuster. You don't have to have all the knowledge about workman's comp or life insurance and you know fidelity or or or, or you know very specialized. Risk. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know. so so a a property adjuster in the United States is is a job that truly appeals more to people that have a back. Uh, a contracting background yeah you know but um, yeah but people most of the people in my course in my class and there was 40 of us 39 were from the US I'll oh. have you know from all over and one Canadian that was me but they were uh, a lot of them came from the contracting world yeah there was very few true adjusters those were ones that were company adjusters in the US you know um, and I won't say their names but they were just, just because it doesn't matter, but there was, there was very few of that. It was more guys that were roofers or roughers, as they kept saying down there. Um, and, and those were the guys that were getting their property license and they were siloed. So they didn't know auto. Whereas, you know, I'd come from the auto world, I was learning property, then I went to casualty and learned some AB along the way. So, I mean, you're right, it's, it's a totally different mindset. Absolutely, think, think of it this way too. A CAT adjuster does not have to know how to identify the cause of loss. Step number one, what was the cause of loss? Now, obviously in basement flooding, you, you've got to be able to discern, you know, seepage versus sump failure versus, you know, overland flooding, that kind of thing. But 
that that's not a you know determining cause of loss uh, nine times out of ten is is pointing up to the man in, <laughs> upstairs. Yeah, so you're talking a hurricane. Yeah, so so you know so you're the in the path of the hurricane. Is different. You know, it's it's more about it's more about um, uh, speed. You know, accuracy and speed and and and. Uh, reaching out to that high, high volume of claims as fast as you can, making those clients feel comfortable, you know, that, that they are going to be taken care of and treated fairly. So your group at Crew, you guys do both the adjusting side and provide the technical know-how as far as estimates for damage reports. Yeah, our, our, our company has a couple of, of divisions. Um, I oversee the catastrophe response division mm -hmm. across both Canada and, and the U.S. So I've got cat managers in different places. That, again, was the foundation of our company for, for CRU, and, and that's where we got started. Um, about three or four years in, we recognized, uh, and, and unfortunately still, um, the, the decreasing knowledge in our industry that, that fewer and fewer people were really prepared to understand damage recognition, to understand policy language, uh, to understand the correct handling of contents and ALE and those kind of things. So we actually started another division of our company that's extremely successful and it's called AIA. And that's the Academy for Insurance Adjusting. So through about five different locations, no, Veiltech is still the gold standard. Yeah, yeah. Just want to let you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Went to the right one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I got sent to the one in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I didn't get to go to the nice one yeah. down south. I'll have you know, I was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. But we do a lot of, uh, a lot of teaching. In fact, uh, probably, you know, three out of four weeks of, of, of each month, we've got classes going on somewhere. Um, either in our facilities in, in Florida or facilities in Dallas or Calgary and sometimes here. And, but, but ours are, are more two, three-day things. We teach Xactimate, we teach damage recognition, Symbility, we teach, um, we're real excited now because one of uh, the, the gentleman who heads our environmental division is now certified to be a Hazwopper trainer. And that's an extremely important uh, designation in, in environmental claims handling. So that division of our company is growing real well. So we have the AIA division and then the Maltman's division, which was the, you know, handling Deloitte syndicate. And from the Maltman's and because of the CAT response, we have now rolled out claims services, which is more of the daily model that the majority of the people here as independent justers do because most of these people don't get assigned to cat work. They're, they're working their market doing, you know, claims, you know, through their, through their firm for five different insurance companies. So we're now getting into that as, as our expertise grows and as our roster continues to grow. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a bit multifaceted, but it's, uh, it's still the catastrophe business is, is what drives the bus. Oh, wow, okay. And the, the cat stuff, I, I mean, it, it always intrigues me. So did you guys do Fort McMurray too then? I'm sure you were involved um, in that in some... To the tune of about 400 adjusters. Wow. And four... that's, that's, that's through, you know, seven different insurance companies. Wow. So you literally handled, I'm sure, thousands of claims then. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. wow. You know, and it's um, uh, Fort McMurray 
I, I, I to this day, I'm obviously with my accent originally from the States. Yeah. Proud to be a card-carrying permanent resident of Canada. I've been nice. here for 10 years. Um, but, I, but I lived in Calgary, and, um, you know, I've always said that the the 2013 flood was was a real wake up for insurance uh, for the, for this entire industry, and then and then you know we follow that with the Fort Mac fire, but um, that was a that was a uh, an interesting and, and and challenging time because of the circumstances. People forget, you know, we for the for the most part we had 30 days to prepare. We, we, nobody was allowed in. Yeah, for there was a lot days. of prep and staging because right, I remember right. people saying, hey, I'm going to Fort Mac at the end of the month. And I'm like, yeah, but the fire happened 10 days ago. And he said, yeah, well, we're not getting in for, you know, nobody was getting in, nobody was doing anything. It was a lockdown, really. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and, and do you guys have the resources? I'm, gotta, I'm assuming you do, but let's just talk about to actually stage that kind of a Oh, absolutely. Adjusting. Absolutely. And again, from experience in the States, I mean, we, we, we've, you know, in the States, you're, you're, you chase cats a little yeah. bit easier. You're not going across the country as much, but no, we had the resources. In fact, the very first thing that we did in Fort Mac was when the day the fire was happening was to secure 30 uh, travel trailers and trucks so that we, and we went up and set up a camp uh, before Everyone was allowed back in, and we actually had to be evacuated twice from our camp, from our base camp. Wow. But we bring all of our own electronics for, you know, internet access and, and all that kind of stuff. So we're, we're very used to that kind of camp mentality. When you work a big cat, you always have, uh, a lot of people refer to it as a war room, but you've, you've got a central base where all those adjusters are coming in every day getting caught up with anything that may be changing in the processes. Given we, downloads of absolutely, data. Absolutely, and, and we've got people there helping them write the estimates so that there's some consistency in it. Uh, you know, uh, mental support, answering the questions. Uh, so you've got inside people unique. working yeah. with your outside people absolutely. so they can, the outside people are doing the, you know, the hands-on grunt work, and then you got people back in-house doing the, the estimates and making sure everything matches up and then sending it yeah, out. Team, team leads helping the adjusters write the estimates. But, but another big part of our business is that we actually supply inside adjusters to a lot of the insurance companies. So As overflow. For, as overflow. So when there's a cat in a, in a company, you know, no company can afford to carry the staff that it takes to handle a thousand claims that come in in a 24-hour period. Yeah. Well, imagine 5,000 or 10,000 claims. So they recognize that we have the resources to bring them licensed adjusters that are proficient in their systems, whether they're working on Guidewire or whatever platform they're working on that have, that are proficient in The general RTM, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Reading the estimates and exact analysis, all of that kind of stuff, understanding the policy. So that that that's... You know, another aspect of our business is is supplying those inside adjusters. But no, it's a it's a, you know we offer a, 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 an A to Z approach when it comes to CAT. Some some companies just use tasks or just want parts of those service. Some people want the you know the 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 whole program. But it it's um, the core management of our group when we got started were all people like myself that. In Florida, you know, saw six years of multiple hurricanes every year. 
Andrew yeah. being the big one, right? Uh, uh, Andrew, Andrew. 94, was that, was, that was a game changer. Game and I, changer. I remember that because my wife worked for an American company based in Florida. Ooh, ooh. That changed everything they did as far as data management, recovery, how they worked it. I mean, they changed everything. Changed the price of lumber in North America. Yeah. The way Katrina changed the price of gypsum or drywall in North America. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's unbelievable because my wife, we always talk, and my wife was in the industry, she's since left, but she was in the insurance industry, and I remember us having this discussion that she was going down to their office in Miami, and, uh, and it was fortified for a level five uh, hurricane. And I said, oh, I don't even know what that means, honey. And she was like, it's like double walls concrete and automatically when they know there's a hurricane coming they were able to flip their computer system in miami and move it to their system in atlanta everything just literally switch on a switch and everything becomes dummy computers in their miami office like it literally changed how they handled claims and they're you know massive company yeah right yeah no, they got, they got quite used to, to those type of events in, in, in the late 90s and the early 2000s. Uh, what was very interesting, because we do a lot of that work in, in the last two years, have been extremely busy with the, the South Carolina uh, oh, yeah. event, the Florida event, and the year before Florida and Houston. Um, what's interesting, though, is, is that um, the, the cat business has been, um, we've, we've actually been busier in Canada than we've been in the United States with the size and the number of catastrophes. And when we went back into Florida to, to do the cat work, um, it was a wake-up call because it was all new management. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the people making the decisions and the, and the people calling the shots for cat response for the carriers, a lot of them had never experienced a, a hurricane or or a, a rapid deployment or a large deployment. So um, uh, it, it was quite interesting. Yeah, because uh, there was a lull for a little bit there from the last big one. Yeah. And then, you know, in the last two years, we've had some really big ones, right, yeah. coming up the East Coast. Yeah, last two years and, and, and unique events. I mean, the, the, the Houston flooding was extremely unique. And, and, of course, flooding is handled differently in the states being a... a a government-run program. Yeah, well, I was going to say Florida being one of those really weird things where there's nobody handles flood insurance except the government, right? Yeah, the government's right. your only game in the yeah. states. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so. it's really interesting. So, yeah, no, this has been really, really enlightening. I got to tell you, I mean, I was walking by this morning and I was looking for people that I thought would be of value and entertainment and you know something new. As much as I, when I saw you, I thought, oh, you're an inter you know, an adjusting company. And then when you told me, no, no, we're a cat response unit, I'm like, I have to have you on my podcast. Because, I mean, people, I'm sure, unless you you handle cats on a regular basis, uh, don't know you're out there. I didn't know you were out there. And I've been in the industry 24 years. Well, I would hope I would hope all the insurance companies know we're out there. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> we, I, are, we always tell them, you know, we'd like to have a relationship um, before the event happens instead of the relationship starting after the event. Because it so, happened, right? Yeah. So it's, no, that's uh, great. But, I but mean, I have to tell you, we're, 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 we're honored and we're, we're, we're very proud to be in this industry, in this country. Um, we, we know we offer uh, a, a bit of a unique service. Um, we, we, we never wish uh, damage you know, on, on any property. Sure. But, but it, we know it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen more frequently. And... and you know, we're, we're, we're happy to be there to, 
jump in and help companies through those trying times. Excellent. Well, I, I appreciate your time today. How do they reach you, Stan? How do they get in touch best, with you? Best way is just, just um, info through cruadjusters.com. Info through cruadjusters.com. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Skip, I appreciate you being on the podcast today. It was uh, wonderful meeting you, and uh, good luck with the Thank rest you. of the conference. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening to WP Radio Live. We appreciate your time and listening to the podcast. And check back in a few days as we'll have another one coming out.